the show Wednesday is killing the opportunities of original thinkers because, again, there's no originality anymore. And if that's not enough to sway you, look, directed by Tim Burton, that should be more than enough. Yeah, it was just cute. Hey there, fellow nerds. You're listening to the Nerdy Fans Podcast. I'm Glee. And I'm Ray, your host for today. If you're new to the show, welcome. This show is about reviewing the shows that we love to watch, which you might love too. So sit back and relax as you listen to us geek out about these shows. Hi, Ray. Hi, Glee. Um, Merry Christmas in advance, I think. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Happy holidays. <laughs> that, that's Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And if you're from the Philippines, especially Cebu, Senulog. <laughs> oh, yeah, Senulog. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good one. And for our fellow nerdy fans, this episode is going to be simultaneously published at the Gleeful Talk Show because the Zesties on that podcast usually like to listen to some pop culture commentary. So hello, Zesties as well. Hi. All right, Ray. So our episode for today is drum roll, please. Wednesday. All right. Yes, Netflix Wednesday, which is a spinoff of the Adams Family show, which has been redone a lot of times. A lot before. of times. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, what is Netflix Wednesday all about anyway? So Netflix Wednesday is another take of the Adams Family universe. It's, I believe, directed or written by Tim Burton. So it now features a much older Wednesday than what most of us are used to. So this is a high school Wednesday, actually. And it shows us how Wednesday Adams is as a high school student in a place or in a school specific to what they call as outcasts or, you know, the kind that the Adamses are, right? So Glee, could you also tell our listeners out there a few fun facts about the show? Yes. So there has been a lot of buzz in the streaming universe about this. And this has actually broke the record in as Netflix most mm. streamed show of all time, which broke the record of season four of Stranger Things. Yes. And, and incredibly, the a lot of moments in the show is also... I'd say TikTok worthy or, you know, like I forgot the term now. I, I'm such a millennial now. I forgot the term. Gen, it's Gen Z's world now, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. So, but the dance, oh, for those, right. yes, the dance was choreographed by Jenna Ortega herself, which is now really even Lady Gaga has taken her take on it as well on, in TikTok. Which is amazing, considering that Lady Gaga is a pop culture icon for, I believe, more than a decade now. And, you know, for somebody like her to follow that, and especially that Jenna Ortega, Wednesday Adams, as we should say, to have done it herself, it's a humongous honor. So is it safe to say that that's also one of your favorite scenes? Because the internet loves that yes, scene, right? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. And... And I must say to our fellow nerdy fans out there that there's going to be spoilers ahead. It's just Absolutely. really, really difficult to review such a show without saying yeah, any spoilers, Ray, right? Absolutely. And 
Look, I, I'm one. If you if you're watching this, I would assume that a lot of you have already seen the show, and you just wanted to hear two nerds in their mid thirties geeking out on something like this, because. Probably you are too. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. And actually, that's based on our listener profile as well. It's around our age anyway. So hello there. Hello, hello there. <laughs> and then there's other fun facts that I've digged in the internet, such as, so Ortega actually took fencing classes, mm. archery, canoeing, and German lessons for which she actually put to good use during a scene in the Pilgrim mm. world where she spoke in German, which is very, very fun to watch. It is amazing. And another fun fact is, if I'm not mistaken, she learned a cello, right? For yes. uh, right about eight months. And unlike the rest of the internet, nothing against her dance, but funny enough for somebody like me who is not as musical, that was actually my favorite scene where she was playing the cello. And... Paint in Black, that song, I heard it the first time in a video game. Didn't really care much for it because, again, as I mentioned before, I'm not really into music. But the way Jenna Ortega played it in that scene was just phenomenal. And yeah, I do have that on loop sometimes while I'm working in the office. And no shame in that, really. Wow, wow. That's also my one of my favorite scenes as well, yep. Ray. And it's just funny how morbid your playlist <laughs> would be at work sometimes. But that's good to know. <laughs> I'm not denying that. And if we're talking about fun facts and things about the show, also note that Christina Ricci is actually one of the main characters of the show. And that's saying something because Christina Ricci was probably the Wednesday Adams that our generation or those who grew up in the 90s know. She played Wednesday in the first and second Adams, Adams Family movie. And here she's playing one of the professors. So I'd like to stop it right there because I might spoil way too much than we already should. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Thanks for that, Ray. And also, speaking of Christina Ricci, mm. do you know that Pugsley is her son in real life. Oh, really? That yeah. I actually did not know. Now, speaking of Pugsley, what? how do you feel about their portrayal of Pugsley? Well, um, actually, to be honest with you, I actually forgot now how the Pugsley in the previous versions were. So mm. not really, I'm not feeling it yet. And I think maybe for you first, because I think uh, we can delve into that hmm. much deeper later on. Oh, yeah. So for me, look, I understand that this is another take of the Adams Family. Nothing wrong with that. It's like the Marvel Cinematic Universe being different from the actual Marvel comics, right? But I've always viewed Pugsley as not really equal to Wednesday. He has always been portrayed as somebody who was willing to follow his big sister around. But... For him to be easily bullied in school and not being able to fight back, that's not the Pugsley we know. The Pugsley we know would have chopped their heads off and was just so innocent about it, right? So that was my view of it. Another one is regarding Pugsley is that he seems way too young. He was always like a year or two younger than Wednesday in my book. But again, this is a new interpretation I'm not totally 100% agreeing with how they portrayed Pugsley. But hey, there's a reason why all of us want season two, right? Yes, <laughs> We're just yes. Looking, it's just a good uh, series. Yes, yes. And I'm actually looking forward to season two. And speaking of, I mean, just season one for now, yep. with, with the characters and all, 
What are your opinions on the casting itself? Look, if I'm going to look at the characters, I'll try to isolate it with, with just around three of them. Gwendolyn Christie. Everybody knows her. Everybody loved her in Game of Thrones. Everybody loved her in Sandman as Lucifer. And to be fair, she is amazing. In fact, she is probably my favorite character in season one. You know, she flawlessly portrayed Principal Weems. And if I'm not mistaken, Gwendolyn Christie was coded in saying that this role made her feel beautiful. And you can just see it. She nails that role. I love the casting. Jenna Ortega, the main character, your Wednesday Adams, beautifully done, right? She does her role justice. So I love it to bit. Emma Myers, who, who played her sort of best friend Enid, because that's always up in the air. She portrayed her role really well and almost everybody, uh, everybody else. Now, Here's a little question for you, though, Glee. With regard to Wednesday's father, the patriarch of the Adams family, Gomez Adams, how do you feel about Luis Guzman's portrayal? Because this is the first time I think we've seen, you know, a full Latino playing the role. Yes, yes, that's that's a very interesting question, Ray. And even the internet is also quite divided in this area. But to me, Luis Guzman, actually, he had a refreshing take, in my opinion, mm. of yep. Gomez and his chemistry with Morticia. And Catherine Zeta-Jones is perfect oh. for Morticia. And I like that he took on that much more like fatherly role exactly. to, to Wednesday, because I think there's a very interesting dynamic between Wednesday and Morticia in, in this take of Adam's family. So it's good to see different parental dynamic as well to counter the dynamic of Morticia and Wednesday. How about you? Well, personally, look, nothing against Luis Guzman. Portrayed it really well for what it's worth, because as you've said, he is actually far more fatherly, a far more fatherly figure in the series. That being said, for us who grew up with the original Adams family, we definitely know Gomez Adams to be more debonair, romantic, your typical Spanish hero. So again, nothing against the, the current actor, but I would have preferred somebody like, say, Antonio Banderas. To be, but to who be, is Zorro, right? Zorro. No, who is also Zorro and was paired up with Catherine Zeta-Jones. But yeah. that aside, that's the kind of Gomez Adams that we kind of grew up with, the more mm. romantic one. But then I also have to look at it maybe from slightly from a producer or director's point of view. Doing that would have meant that those two stars, powerhouse stars, would have stolen the show. And it would mm. have taken away from Jenna and the others. So in a sense... Risky, but good uh, actor choice, right? Yep. Yes, definitely. And I wanted to comment about, again, Gwendolyn Christie, which, uh, we, which I absolute. see everywhere now. Yep. So, okay, I agree with you that she was like stunning and really perfect principal weems. And this was, as you mentioned, she felt most beautiful in this show because this is only the show so far that she was able to be on full makeup, red mm. lipstick, etc. But I would like her to speak in a different accent. I think oh, that's really? just because she's always doing a British accent. Can yep. she, I, I wanted her to do like, I don't know, like American accent, like very different to like Brienne of Tarth or because all of the shows after Game of Thrones, I've just seen her do 
her normal accent. So that's just my nitpicking there again. But you know, hey, still, yeah, that's that's completely valid. And tell you what, I think that's a good idea. And sorry, listeners, minor minor spoiler. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll be seeing her in season two. <gasps> Right, really, that, that really hurts. Absolutely, but oh well, it is what it is. But I honestly wish the directors didn't do what they did to her and to a few mm, others. Like, didn't give her character justice enough, right? Not enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If I talked about stealing the show before, if there's anyone who I would say was able to steal this show, it was Gwendolyn Christie. Amazing actor. Nothing taken from Jenna Ortega. I look forward to her in season two. Please give us a season two, dear directors. But Gwendolyn Christie, damn, that she could have been way, way more. I wanted to talk about this later, but since we're on the topic now, I wanted to say, so I have a theory though. So my theory is... It's either, okay, I also wanted her to be back in season two, but based on my little birds on the internet. Okay. (laughs) So most likely that's why she might be gone in season two because the producers might want Morticia to be the next principal in Nevermore. That's, That's the tweeting of my little birds. Up in the World Wide Web. (laughs) That is an interesting tweet, an interesting theory. And if it was true, I would really look forward to that. I don't think I've seen Catherine Zeta-Jones as a principal or an educator in Mm. role, but that would be awesome. And I look forward to her interpretation if that really does happen. Yeah, but I still feel she should come back in season two. Like, yeah. because as you said, like, there's no justice in her character. She was supposed to be like this awesome, powerful shapeshifter yep. and to be the principal of the outcast school. You should be like yep. that powerful, right? So, exactly. And like, she was just there and then boom. I mean, I will I not say how she, you know, yeah, but yeah, they just because wait, wait, actually. Are, are we certain that she's going like how she, you know, up yep. in the air or stuff like that? Or put it this way: I'm sure our dear listeners have already made out on regarding Principal Weems' possible or her fate based on the mo- based on the series. I do think it is what it is. It's just for me, it's just the way she went out was really weak. And yeah. as you mentioned, somebody that powerful and that strong shouldn't have gone the way she did. If I'm if I'm wrong and she does come back because she is that awesome, then I'm I'm happy to be proven wrong. <laughs> mm, yeah, there should be a twist to it. Like yep. I'm just hoping that there should be a twist to it. But one of the I mean, characters. Uh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's kind of sad. But anyway, which characters do you still would you like to comment more on? Is there any other minor ones that you'd like to highlight? Well. A minor one and a little bit of a fun fact is Ricky Lindholm, the Wednesday Adams's psychologist or psychiatrist. Ah, okay. Right. Reason why I mention her is because I was a Big Bang Theory fan and she was actually one of the minor characters in Big Bang Theory as well. And she played that role beautifully. And this seeing her again is like for a Big Bang Theory fan, it's quite a great nostalgia. Great to know that she's still running in a game. 
Right. I'm a Big Bang Theory fan too, but I just couldn't remember mm. where she was in. She was there. probably just around two, three episodes. She was Doctor Ramona Novitsky, and she was the really smart doctorate student of Sheldon Cooper. Ah, okay, now yep. I remember. Yep. 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 Ah. So that's why seeing her, I was like, oh, awesome! She's around. You know, it's great. But then. To segue a bit as well, maybe again, this is why those of us who grew up in the '90s seen the movies and the cartoons about the Adams family. It's quite strange and unusual, and I don't totally agree with it. That Wednesday Adams would go see a shrink. I mean, the Adams family that we know of would have told everybody off for even suggesting that because she's an Adams. She doesn't need that, you know. I mean, what do you think? Yes, so that's a very interesting comment there. However, what I think is because they wanted to keep up with the times,、mm. and then they wanted to show to the viewers, especially the demographics of this show,、yep. that you know mental health is important, and the Adams family, let's say, shouldn't be normalized kind of thing. That there, you would still need some professional to help you process. The emotions or the thoughts that、mm-hmm. how like an Adams think. So I think that's what they're thinking in that way. This is just a theory again. So,、yep. but I, I totally agree with you. I also thought that that why did they put in this part or you know inserted these kinds of things? But just to rationalize it, I guess that I guess they're just really keeping up with the times. I suppose if we're going to try to rationalize that, I would understand your point. But again, and this is the last bit I I talk about this thing. But the Adams were never normal. To try to make them normal <laughs> is just wrong on so many levels. That's why we love the Adams family because they're strange, they're wacky and spooky at the same time. You know. But that being said, again, very happy that Ricky Lindholm was there. Very happy with that portrayal of Jenna Ortega and Gwendolyn Christie. Right? Yes, definitely. And what do you think about the structure of the show? Because the Adams family that we grew up in, it. Wasn't a murder mystery、mm. kind of thing, right? It wasn't, definitely not. But again, and probably to return back to your theory, maybe it's also them trying to keep up with the times because you know, murder mysteries. There has been quite a few shows that have come out that's, that's like that. And let's be honest here: as much as we love the Adams family and how their house, especially their iconic house and whatnot, and their dynamics, that's probably been done so many times. And the focus of the show is really Wednesday Adams, rather than the family itself. As you know, as somebody who loves the Adams family, I wish it wasn't. But Wednesday is an awesome character, and putting her in a school with that kind of mystery and seeing how an Adams works it out, it's pretty fun. And there is a reason why that fun has now translated into the show being. One of the top, if not the top, show in on Netflix, right? Yes, and actually, also, I didn't expect that the structure of the show would be like a murder mystery、mm. kind of thing. Because when I saw the trailer and stuff, like,、mm. oh, there's a Wednesday show, and I've seen Adam's Family before, but it didn't come to mind that they will incorporate a murder mystery type of thing, which I am very pleased about, actually.、Yep. And、yeah. it does give me Scooby Doo vibes, don't you、it、think?、Does. 
it does. It kind of combines a lot of the tropes of when the older Adams Family material came out. So 60s, 70s, a lot of those murder mystery cartoons from Scooby-Doo to that other show where Nancy there's a ghost Drew dog. or I don't know. Those things, you know, so it's in some way it's tying up all those roots from its older era. And again, it's refreshing. I, I really do like it. For us, especially in the older generations who are listener, it's always a challenge to try to divorce our minds from what we already know. And well, this is for those who are not too sure about this show. Again, give it a try, be open about it and see it for what it is. And maybe then you'll be able to see why it's one of the best shows out there. Yes. And I really like that because I'm a murder mystery fan, actually. And okay. I really love watching these types of shows, like just summon Detective Conan, you know? <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I really love these types of shows. And there were other shows, actually recent shows that maybe was kind of incorporated as well in this type of show. Like it gives me the Scooby-Doo slash Riverdale type of vibe. Yeah. I don't know if you've watched Riverdale, but... I've, I've seen probably the first two seasons. I can't remember Yeah, yeah I didn't finish <laughs> all of the seasons as well, but it has that like teenage murder mystery mm. type of thing and the gothic take is cherry on top right so oh definitely and <laughs> just because we talked a bit about riverdale and those shows i just want to point out that at least in my opinion wednesday is more truer to form less reinvention compared to riverdale which was really a reimagining of the archie universe this one while it's different it's in many ways the adams family that you do understand or you are familiar with just with a yes. more modern take Yes, yes. However, no matter, you know, how beloved a show is, there are still some people who don't think it's good. And, and I can understand why, actually. So mm. I've read some comments online that the show Wednesday is killing the opportunities of original thinkers because, again, there's no originality anymore. Then it would give a premise to everyone that, okay, I'm just not going to do original material because I'm just going to remake old stuff, you know, just so that I could get more money and it is much more well-received, etc. So what is your opinion on that? That. Look, the way I see it, people are entitled to their own opinion. But to say that creativity is being stifled or not welcomed, it's just a silly thought because creativity is something that gets born naturally, you know, to the point that it helped Netflix over the years. I mean, look, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, one of the top anime right now, born from a video game. It's an original take, so much so that it was so good that it revived that game, which was doing very badly. Another one is Arcane. Unfor I would have wanted to do a show of that, but <laughs> how unfortunate. Based again on another game. But again, you know, it's a lot of it is, is original. The Witcher. My God, one of the best series to come out for the past few years, right? And when we talk about Tresse, as far as the Philippines is concerned, very successful, right? So people who say that it prevents, you know, redoing or reimagining shows, prevents creative thinking, prevents originality. Well, I'm sorry. I, I highly disagree with you because originality happens every day. Oh, good one. Good one, Ray. And are there any specific scenes that you really like or disliked that you wanted to share with our nerdy fans out there? 
again, with regard to my favorite scenes, I already said earlier, it was the cello. Ah, Very yep, well yep, done. Yep. From the facial expression to the notes to how it was portrayed. Again, so awesome. Listen to it on loop while I'm at work every now and then. Another scene, I suppose, I will admit the dance scene was was wonderfully done. And how she was able to dance using that really deadpan look. It's, it's like Wednesday as a high schooler that you probably expect her to be if she was forced to dance. And I honestly think she was forced to dance. <laughs> what about you? What do you besides those two, let's not cheat. What yeah. are your favorite scenes? Yeah, okay, besides those two, but I must say I also like the dance and the cello. Mm. That's also in my list. So other than th- those, the piranha, the opening. Oh. The op- <laughs> I really, I really like that. And especially like when Pugly said that, Wednesday, what are you going to do? And then she, she said, what I do best. And yeah, it was yeah. like the delivery is, yep. is, you know, on point. And on point. there's also the, Actually, the scene where I, this is going to be a spoiler, but there's a scene where Tyler confessed about himself during the police investigation, I think at the last. Ah, oh, yes, yes. Then he kind of like, you know, changed expression, mm. yep. which is right, like, okay, this is quite a good actor as well. How the, the change in the facial expression and those, the vibe just change dramatically but in a subtle way at yep. the same time so that was really good too and i'm also a sucker for love stories right so i like <clears> their <throat> first meeting with xavier when she was in the infirmary so i like that part <laughs> okay that's that's really great but again with tyler when i'm looking at him i understand there was that change but throughout the entire series i've always viewed him as bland <laughs> Ah. I'm so sorry. But even during his conf- his little confession, I was like, my God, this is so deadpan. Probably <laughs> probably worse. Th- you know, the thing is with Wednesday, I understand the look. With him, it was just like, <laughs> you are boring in general. Mm, okay, that's, that's, okay. Yep. That's I just my view. That. Yeah, I respect yep. that view, yes. Yep. And well, speaking of Tyler, so since we're on the topic, so which love story are you rooting for? Okay, this might sound really mean of me, but actually none, you know? (laughs) And look, it's not, it's nothing personal. I know it's an original take, but Adam's family and Wednesday Adams, love doesn't come to mind, really. (laughs) To me, it's about comedic horror and not romance for romance sake. And if I have to choose whose love that I'm rooting for all the time, it's Gomez and Morticia. Because (laughs) that is the love story that, Quite honestly, a lot of geeks would would want, you know. And Wednesday, she's just not even as an adult. I don't see Wednesday as the falling in love too much type. If she has to fall in love with someone, if you can call it love at all, I would think she would fall in love with somebody who is similar to her, just like her. Which direct- is kind of like what slightly happened. <laughs> well. I wouldn't say that. Oh, well, okay. You might put it that way, but it's like, nah, still a bad one. <laughs> you know, so. Uh, yep, yep. So, yeah, you, you do have a point there, but if I might have to choose, I would, I was actually juggling between the two because when a character is drawn into the opposite mm, of okay. her. So, but in the end, kind of like Xavier, I'm team Xavier. And okay. the thing is, though, anyway, a lot of people thought as well that they don't have that much chemistry 
They don't. Um, <laughs> so sorry, they don't. <laughs> Then they, it seems like that she had more chemistry with Enid and Thing. You know, <laughs> absolutely more chemistry with Thing. Definitely would agree <laughs> with that. And. Well, maybe it's, and I'll be honest, maybe it's also me because while certain people like opposites attracting, I'm personally the kind of guy that likes that likes things to pair up in the same way. Or I just I'm not somebody who would choose somebody who's opposite. So maybe that's partially why. But mostly, I just do not see Wednesday Adams in a relationship that way. She's Wednesday Adams, you know. I'm also surprised, actually, that they threw in the love element. Yeah. But I kind of thought again, me rationalizing that they kept up with the times, and I think they're trying to make it mm. like a Riverdale-ish type yep. as well. And, and because Wednesday is in her teenage years, that's why there's something like that. But I did think that it was out of character for her to go to Tyler. You know, she yep. went. That was out of character, I That, think. Very out of character. Again, bias speaking, but I really don't think Wednesday Adams would have gone for for Tyler. And if I'm going to be fair, if there is somebody who she would have gone for in that cast, it would have been Xavier because they're of the same species. I would say. Mm, mm, yep, yep. And, and there was a scene not related to this season, Adams Family, but the 1990s Adams Family. I don't know if you've seen somewhere also in YouTube that so Christina Ricci was there as the kid, right? Yes. And then the guy was saying like, "Oh, what do you do when a guy adores you, worships uh -huh. you? Have you seen oh, yeah. that? Oh, Have that's in the movie. That's in the movie. Yeah. And yep. then she said, "I'd pity him." This is such yep. a Wednesday. The that is a, that is the Wednesday Adams that should have been when she was confronted with like suitors. Mm. That is what she would have said. You know, that's. But what, I would yeah. say maybe they rushed it too much. The love story element, maybe. So maybe if they would have been planning more seasons, they kind of like maybe just tease yeah. it a little bit and not really go all out. That could I have think, been. Right? That could just have been to, the case. At least maybe like a character development type yes. of thing for Wednesday that she will open up. But she opened up too early for Wednesday herself, right? Way too soon. Yeah, and, way too soon. Yep. A, way too soon. B, wrong guys. And that's plural. <laughs> and, and C, the Wednesday Adams that, again, that we love and that's still in my head canon is the one who wouldn't open up at this stage, probably in her late 20s. With the right Koli Macab guy. Mm, yep, yep, yep. So yeah, I do get the hesitations there, yeah. and the the comments there. So yeah, I kind of slightly agree, but yeah, I'm still always going for some love story just because. <laughs> just anyway, because. <laughs> yeah. and what do you have any favorite lines that that come to mind? To be honest, I don't really have a favorite line. Perhaps I could not remember any any favorite lines but if i had to choose and you just said it earlier it would be what i do best because <laughs> you know that's definitely wednesday adams she will do what she believes is is right you know and do it her way the adams yeah, way right the adams way exactly and th the reason why i'm just remembering this because i've watched the show twice now so i really like the delivery of jen ortega and how she just throws in the lines with that deadpan yep. expression but 
subtle, you know, subtle things that she does and how she says it. So for example, if you remember when she was kidnapped in the nightshades, and then (laughs) she, she, she went up and then she said that, it's amateurs like you who give kidnapping a bad, a bad name. name. Yep. Yeah, so, it's just so funny. It's and, so funny. And I think her words and her, like you said, her expression, she just does it so well. Yeah. And how she's like an epitome of like an independent teenager, I'd say. Because there was one time when she was, because she was investigating, right? The murders. And yep. then, okay, let's say a character said like, wait, you don't think that I'm the the monster? And then he, she said, I don't think I know. <laughs> very Wednesday, right? It's a very, it's a very Wednesday. But funny so, enough, for those of us who watch the show, despite the fact that she is so sure of herself, maybe there is that human element because she's been wrong. Mm, like, yes, yes, she's been wrong, and not to spoil anything, but you'll see it. So maybe it's a good way to show that just because you have the smarts and just because things do seem logical. Sometimes you have to dig a little deeper to get to the bottom, right? And that's a good point as well that that you mentioned the human element because although she's the titular character, right? Although she's portrayed as has the anti-hero of the the show, then she's still not invincible. So if you remember mm. when she was doing the fencing with Barclay, she yep. lost there. So I like that how they put that in that she's not going to be invincible even though she's Wednesday Adams, etc. Yep, definitely. And it's a good call, I think. It adds to that, you know, it adds to her motivation. And you can see it, her motivation to be the best and to be better than everybody else. Of course, people may have thoughts about that, but it's what helped make the show great. Yeah, yeah. And there's still some more lines that I have here in my list, which is funny enough, like about saying about she's better than everyone else. So there was one time, I don't know if you remember, that she... She overheard Xavier and Barclay to, uh, yes. in the yep. whole cup scene. She said, for the record, I don't believe I'm better than everyone else. Just that I'm better than better you. Better than you, right? <laughs> That's it. That was an amazing line again. But, but, you know, maybe it's also good to show that teenager side because... If you recall, as teenagers, we had those kinds of times as well, right? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and it's a school. And it shows how Wednesday has more or less growing up. Again, may not be 100% how we pictured it. But A, we're not Tim Burton. B, we're not movie directors to begin with. And C, again, and I've said this in other episodes, let's just enjoy how it's being interpreted, right? Yeah. And yeah. this school is amazing. The way it was shown in school is amazing. And speaking of school, Glee, if you were a character in this school, who would you be? Or what in, would in you this be? School, in this school or just in the, in the show? In the show. Okay, I would say actually, I would be Thing. Okay. <laughs> Because, yeah, I mean, like, Thing is very much in touch with his emotions, his <laughs> vein and stuff. <laughs> he likes the... He's a hand. Well, okay. Yeah, he's a hand. There was a time that Wednesday thinks that he's in the room because she can smell the neroli and bergamot in his hand yes. lotion, which is yeah. like, oh, okay, this is so me. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> well, to be fair, thinking about this question, I'd probably be a bit more of an original character, but... 
so original that I would blend the background because I'll be separate from everybody else. I'll probably be the peculiar one among his group of friends who are outcasts among outcasts, just in many ways, just how I was back when I was in school. My interaction with Wednesday, I would think, would be extremely minimal. I'd leave her alone, truthfully, because... It's, I know she's an outcast, different, but my friends and I wouldn't be going out searching for other friends. We just gather naturally. And I think Wednesday would appreciate that we keep the distance, I would say. Mm. Yes. Well, that's a, that's a very good one, Ray. And how about Uncle Fester? What do you think about him as a character oh, there? Look, I forgot who portrayed him or his name, but he portrayed him really well. That was a really great Uncle Fester. And if I'm not mistaken, one of the more mystical amongst the cast of characters that really showed some sort of magic or whatnot, right? Casting spells and all, and in his case, electricity. And the way that they portrayed him, how silly he was, how jovial he was. That's the Uncle Fester that, again, we also know. Less fat than the Uncle Fester that we know, but still very great, right? What about you? What, what do you think of this Fester? Not really. No, I'm on the opposite side. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess maybe because I felt it's just very short, his screen time. Maybe I didn't really mm. appreciate that much. And he is less creepy than I would have imagined. Maybe, uh. yeah. And though I'm hoping for Cousin It to be oh, on yes. this one, but I, maybe they would explore it in season two. I'm not sure. Hopefully. Cousin It and Grandma. I, yeah. I, I like yeah. Grandma. I've but been again, hoping yeah. for Cousin It because of the hairy stuff, but let's see. And what is your opinion on the twist of the story? Were you expecting it, not expecting it, or you have a hint already? They did it very well until the near the end kept you guessing on who the true villain was. Put it this way. If you watch a show, those characters are probably in your radar of suspicion. But to what extent are they responsible for being the top antagonist? They did it very well in hiding who it really was until the end. And I really like that. It's awesome. It's almost the same feeling I got when we found out in Harry Potter that it was Quirrell who was the villain and not Professor Snape. If I didn't see Harry Potter and just watch Wednesday, that's probably the vibe I would have gotten. Mm. Honestly. I wanted to say that too, that it has like a little bit of Harry Potter vibes just because yeah. of the the school, the yep. school theme and um, Supernatural. And I'm really hoping sometime soon that Harry Potter will be a series. Oh, Yeah, but I, I know it's going to be hard to replace the original, I feel, because it's just really embedded in our brain. So yep. what do you think? This is again a bit of the segue, but what do you think of a Harry Potter series soon? Hey, look, if they were able to do this to Wednesday and, you know, make something really great out from an old material like the Adams Family, they can definitely do that for Harry Potter. And Harry Potter as a series, it would be fantastic. Seven books, seven seasons right there. For, for I, I even think that one season equals mm. one book. I think it's still too less. I think mm. that <laughs> they would they would need more season. Mm. Let's say ten. Well, perhaps, but I think too much. Was, yeah, I think it might be too much. And this is just me again thinking out loud. But sometimes a lot of shows, animes, or whatnot, they become stale because people just don't know how to end it. Look, I stopped watching Boruto after probably 10 episodes because I've already had Naruto. I've stopped 
Game of Thrones, I think I stopped that because it was really, it went really bad when no material was found. So again, for me, if it goes too long, even if Wednesday goes too long, it could be really bad, right? Big Bang Theory, if I'm going to segue back to that again, right? I think it also went too long. <laughs> so uh, yep. so yeah. if it's Harry Potter that we're talking about, seven books, seven seasons, that's it. Find mm. a way. Okay, I respect that. Let's rate Wednesday. What is your rating for Wednesday? If I'm going to be truthful, probably nine out of 10. Okay. For me, it is that good. It is amazing. Again, probably that one, maybe because I have some differences in opinion with partially the portrayal of the character, but that's not enough to, to make it go lower. And of course, the forced romance. I just don't think it had a place. <laughs> the forced romance. Yeah. So again, Wednesday Adams. I know she's a teenager. I know it's high school, but really, this was for me unnecessary. I would have been preferred if, you know, if there were some guys like Xavier or Tyler that liked her, she would have done her best to have really put them in their places. That would have been the Wednesday that I would have known. Not one who would give one of them a kiss. That's just Yeah, terrible. yeah, that was you know? really out of character. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See? Nine yeah. out of ten justified on my end. <laughs> what well, about I you? 9.5, actually. Okay. Because I'm slightly... I wanted the love story anyway, you know. So I'm a, a sucker for that. And these tropes, they kind of work for me. And although I know that this is Adam's family and it's difficult, but yeah, I kind of see your point as well but yeah it was just cute (laughs) (laughs) anyway what are your overall thoughts on wednesday my overall thoughts is that completely justified that it became one of the if not the top show on netflix the series is just that amazing i know as i've mentioned on the show it has its differences but it does justice to the adams family franchise to the adams family universe and if that's not enough to sway you look directed or was it written by tim burton that should be more than enough to stoke your childhood memories nostalgia, right? yeah. and your nostalgia right so there we go must watch as far as i'm i can tell must watch yeah definitely agree with that and it although it seems like a paradox right because you know like wednesday and it had that love element etc but Mm -hmm. it shouldn't stop us from watching it or maybe if people might think it's too how do you call that it's too too much like they are seeing it everywhere but there's a reason why right they're seeing it everywhere now because it's just that good i have to concede to that but Still, I have my biases. <laughs> still, would I still would have like, nope. If this was Witcher, then yes, completely justified. Wednesday Adams, nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Ray, so what will you be watching this Christmas break? I'm not 100% sure, but there's an upcoming movie called Violent Night. And that's... That's a badass Santa Claus trying to save a family using perhaps violence, I would say. And it is being played actually by Eleven's dad. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Yep. So hang on. I forgot his name. David Harbour. So the sheriff in, in Stranger Things. He's playing Santa Claus who will whack you with his sack full of toys. Is it like in a streaming service or... No, this is going to be film, uh, really on, a, film. on a film, really. Mm. So I think I'm going to be watching that, yeah. And Witcher is coming up, right? Witcher is coming up. That's definitely something that we have to watch, you know. And review. 
and review. All right. Of course, as many of you watchers already know, there's going to be a new Witcher. I'll give Hemsworth mm -hmm. a shot, but my expectations are. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's going to be next year, I think. But the current one now is more of like a prequel, isn't it? Yes, it is a prequel during the time of the elves. Yes, but but next year he's still gonna be there, isn't he? Or he no? is gonna be in Witcher. Henry Cavill will still yep. be your Witcher yep. for Witcher three, but for Witcher four, it's gonna be Liam Hemsworth. I'm not really enthusiastic about that, but yeah, Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> Witcher, we'll give him a shot. And yeah, if from the first episode, I don't like him. I'm stopping. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, Ray, please invite our nerdy fans and Zesties to our podcast. Dear Nerdy Fans and Zesties, this is your Nerdy Fans podcast. If you like geeking out, learning about shows, talking about shows, or just watching two millennials diss things that they may or may not like, come have a chat with us, listen to our podcast. That's a Nerdy Fans podcast and Gleeful Talk Show. Thank you, Ray, and thank you, everyone. I'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.